to the Kitchen Party Kaylee, Celtic music from across the globe and across town. I'm Dave Baghdad, and I'm so glad you could join us. On this week's show, we'll have music from Ireland, Canada, and the U.S., and an interview with Claudine Langell. Thanks for being here. This program was made possible by support from Nine Irish Brothers in Indianapolis and the Scotty Grant Irish Music Club, as well as donations from the Friends of the Kitchen Party, Kaylee. Cade Mela Falcha. You're very welcome here for this 102nd edition of the Kitchen Party Kaylee. I'm your host, Dave Baghdad, and we have a great show for you. Some things you may know and a lot you probably don't. Our programming this week is sponsored by the Scotty Grant Irish Music Club and Nine Irish Brothers at the corner of Mass Ave and East Street in Indianapolis. We've got a big show for you tonight, and a little later, we're going to have a chat with our friend Claudine Langell. We'll start, though, with a fine live set of jigs from Dervish, the great band from Sligo, including Lost and Found, Leitrim Town, and Apples and Winter. This comes from their 21st anniversary album, and featured here are Shane Mitchell on button box, Tom Morrow on fiddle, Liam Kelly on flute, Michael Holmes on bazooki, Brian McDonough on mandola, and lead singer Kathy Jordan on percussion. We'll follow that with a song from Full Set, but first, here's Dervish with Apples and Winter on the Kitchen Party Kaylee.
Full set there, the fine young band from Ireland with Sleepy Ned of Newport from their 2013 album Notes After Dark. We've enjoyed a number of great tracks from this group's first two albums, and they're working on their third this year. Featured there were Teresa Horgan on vocals, who has since left the group, along with Andrew Meany on guitar, Martino Vaca on pipes and whistle, Janine Redmond on accordion, Michael Harrison on fiddle, and Eamon Maloney on boron. Really great stuff, and we'll be looking forward to that new record. Before full set, we heard some jigs from Dervish, Lost and Found, Leitrim Town, and Apples in Winter from their album From Stage to Stage. This CD-DVD set was issued to celebrate the group's 21st anniversary in 2010, and the tracks were taken from concerts in California and Sligo. I had the chance to catch them at the Old Town School of Folk Music in Chicago a few months ago, and they'll be appearing as part of the Flock Heol celebrations in Sligo this August. Let's move on now to a pair of acts that have strong ties to Southwest Ireland. First up is Aoife Granville, the fiddler, flute player, singer, and educator from Dingle, County Kerry. In addition to her performances and recording, she's also got a Ph.D. in ethnomusicology, and she's part of the music faculty at University College, Cork. We've recently enjoyed a number of tracks from Aoife's 2014 album, Shaveen So, but let's go back to the one before it, Srod Owen Shuffle for a song, Boys of Biscay. We'll follow that with a medley from Foolin' and Doolin' featuring Blackie O'Connell in the pipes. But first, here's Aoife Granville on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
dawn is breaking. The time has come for me to go, and I must leave you broken-hearted. Since I've crossed the bay of Biscay, and if I had all the gold and silver and all the money in Mexico, I granted to the King of Erin if he bring me back my William. Hi, this is Kathy Jordan and you're listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
Fulan and Doolin there with the Plains of Waterloo, followed by Colonel Fraser and Rakish Patty from their album Live at McDermott's, recorded right smack in the middle of Doolin, County Clare, at one of the town's three live music venues. Featured there was Blackie O'Connell on pipes and a solo set, although the album also has Cyril O'Donohue on bazookian vocals and Carol Lynch on banjo and guitar. I originally found this disc while poking through the traditional music shop in Doolin, which wasn't even open at the time, but the proprietor of the neighboring store saw me with my face pressed up against the glass and opened the store for me, provided I could pay an exact change. I grabbed the CD, not knowing anything about it because I wanted something local. Looks like I made the right choice, and in subsequent visits to Ireland, I've also gotten to know Cyril and play music with him. And of course, we've enjoyed a number of tracks from Blackie and Cyril's duo record, Friars Green, which came out earlier this year. Before Foolin' and Doolin', we heard the Boys of Biscay from Aoife Granville, the singer, instrumentalist, and educator from County Kerry. She was backed by Kieran Coughlin on piano on this track, which comes from her record, Srod Owen Shuffle. I want to mention that we'll soon be celebrating our second anniversary with a special expanded broadcast on July 17th. We're still working out the details, but it will actually be a live broadcast from the WITT studios. WITT station meister Jim Walsh and I will host together and we'll have special guest live performances, giveaways, and all kinds of fun. I hope you'll join us for what should be a memorable evening as we look back on what's been an amazing two years. One of the things I've enjoyed most about doing this show for you for the past almost two years is getting to meet and chat with some of the people whose music has meant a lot to me, sometimes going back decades, and that's certainly true of our next artist. I've told this story before, but I'll give you the short version. While a college student at Indiana University in Bloomington in the 1980s, I went to a certain establishment to see Touchstone, the great multinational Celtic band, as they rolled through town. Never mind that I was underage or couldn't afford the two-drink minimum. That night, I got to see my first live Celtic music of any kind and my first glimpse of Celtic mandolin and tenor banjo, as these were rendered by Claudine Langell, originally from Nova Scotia. Although that show was 32 years ago now, there are details that I still recall vividly. Through this show, I've gotten to know Claudine a bit, and several months ago, I got to interview her, which was a real thrill for me. We're going to check that out in a moment, but first, let's set the stage with a couple of tracks. Touchstone was only in existence as a band for a few short years, but during that time, they released two brilliant albums on Green Linnet Records. From the first, The New Land, which came out in 1982, let's hear a medley of a jig, Boland's Fancy, Into Two Reels, The Dunmore Lasses and The Maid Behind the Bar, and finally a polka, The Glass of Beer. Featured here are Claudine on banjo, Mark Roberts on flute, Zan McLeod on guitar, and the legendary Trina Neatdonnell on clavinet and bordon. From there, we'll jump forward a few decades for a song from Claudine's solo album, The Fin and the Feather, but first, here's Touchstone on the Kitchen Party Kaylee.
is Claudine Langell, and you're listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee. I am 18 years old today, Mama, and I'm longing to be wed. So find for me a young man to comfort me, she said. Oh, find for me a young man to be with me at night and I'll roll him in my arms he will be my heart's delight oh hold your tongue dear daughter then or your clothes I will pull down your silks and satins I will pull down. You must wear your morning gown. I'll send you to the meadow to reap and mow the hay with your pike and shaft all in your hands. You'll stop your drinking tea. Oh, hold your tongue, dear daughter, then. I was forty before I wed. Although it was late, I found it no wait to carry my maiden head. That may be the way for you. But it isn't the way with me For I'm young and airy, light and crazy And married I long to be Oh, hold your tongue, dear daughter, then And I'll find for you a man a man for me, oh mother, she cried, you must hasten, you must and can. The sooner the better, oh mother, she said, you must hasten a man to me. For I'm young and airy, light and crazy, and married I long to be. That was Claudine Langell with 18 Years Old Today from her solo album, The Fin and the Feather, which came out a few years ago. Claudine has had a varied career, which has taken her from busking in the streets of Europe in the 1970s to her work as a solo artist and session player, her collaboration as part of the Fiddle Tree Project, and of course, two decades with Gypsy Reel, the great band from Vermont. She's perhaps best known, though, as a member of Touchstone in the early 1980s, and before Claudine's solo track, we heard from Touchstone, a medley of Boland's fancy the Dunmore Lasses, The Maid Behind the Bar, and The Glass of Beer from the band's 1982 debut album, The New Land. I could tell you a lot more about Claudine's career and life in music, but why not have her do it herself? Here's my conversation with Claudine Langell, recorded earlier this year, exclusively on The Kitchen Party Kaylee. So you have had a very interesting and very remarkable career that's gone on for quite some time now. Where does your personal history start? I understand that your family goes back to Nova Scotia. 
Yeah. My father was born in Martins River, Nova Scotia, and they can trace his family back to a couple of brothers that came in the 1600s, and they know the ships, and there's books about it and everything. His house where he grew up is right on the main road in Martins River, and we've maintained a cottage on the shore that it was basically a fishing camp for him and his relatives. That was built in 1957 as a one-room shack with no plumbing, and we've expanded on it a little. That's an area that's absolutely just full of music, and from what I understand, your father was no exception. Well, he really did the sort of easy things to do. He was a good singer, and he did kind of juice harp stuff and harmonica and he loved to sing too he would sing in the car I was just about four years old and I still remember he liked country music as a lot of people did in that area it was fun because we would go out on wooden boats and go to islands and have clam boils or lobster boils or whatever and everybody would get together and somebody would bring a guitar often enough so it was kind of good for me to to see music in that casual setting And when did you first start making the transition from being an observer to being an instrumental participant? I really had a rough time making the transition, although I always had the desire. You know, all during school I was in choirs and I I didn't play an instrument except for piano. And it wasn't until I was in Boston in the 70s when I was going to college there that I started to hear some folk music that really perked me up. Of course, I was a Beatles fan and all that, but to hear kind of folk music, like people coming through Ola Bell Reed and Gene Ritchie and Gene Redpath, we had this great concert series that was at the Oddfellows Hall, and that's how I started connecting with other musicians. And of course, there was a tremendous Celtic music scene going on in Boston during that time, and I assume... Yeah. You eventually began to take part in that as well. Yeah, well, I kind of started playing old-time music, and I went down to the mountains of southwest Virginia and got involved with all the bands where you would perform to get your money back to Fiddler's Convention. One band I was in was the Briar Patch Backscratchers. But what was happening was I kept being led to the Irish melodies. I would learn tunes and I would say, oh, yeah, I really like this one. Kind of the minor jigs and reels and stuff. I just started going more and more in that direction. And so when did you first start playing the mandolin? Well, I met a guy from Scotland, Jake Williams, and he was traveling around and he had settled in Boston for a while and he played mandolin and I was trying to back up tunes on guitar and not getting very far with it. You know, I got kind of bored with it. And he said, try this. This is easier than the guitar. And he was right. (laughs) So I went for it and I ended up getting my own mandolin. My first one was a bowl back, really cute little thing. And it was it. That was probably mid-70s. So in addition to your travels down into southwestern Virginia, you also ended up spending a significant amount of time in Ireland, and in particular in Galway. Yeah, 
that was kind of fun. Again, it was a Boston connection. I met some lads in the Plowing Stars in Cambridge that were over from Galway. And so we all kind of taught each other tunes and we'd play on the street in Harvard Square. And then we started getting the urge to roam. So we ended up traveling around in the States a bit. We went out to California. And then we drove back and played all along the way. We played at Mardi Gras on the streets. It was a big troop of us, probably about nine people playing Irish tunes in New Orleans at Mardi Gras. And we went to Key West and played at the Sunset on the street at the pier. They kind of got homesick after a while, and they said, let's go back to Galway. So I went along, and we stayed over in Galway and learned tunes by the scores, just hanging around there and it was amazing <laughs> so in addition to becoming very well acquainted with some of the lads who either were then or would soon become the members of Dedanon, that's also right. when you started seriously coming to grips with the tenor banjo yeah it was charlie piggott with Dedanon at that time was just amazing to me so i really wanted to try to do that and the guys i played with wanted me to play the banjo for the kind of playing we were doing with no pa just so it could be heard you know how mandolins are they're beautiful but they're not so loud <laughs> it was an amazing education in the whole scene and the culture and the people and the tunes galore it was great so what eventually led you to come back stateside well, it was time. I wanted to see my folks and everything, and I was still playing Irish music. I was still finding people in Boston to play with. We had a little band, and we played in Boston some, and then we went down to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, because I had a bunch of friends down there, and we got a gig in the station, and that night, Trina Nihonel came in and sat in with us, so that was how we actually met. And then what was the process that led to you becoming a member of Touchstone? Touchstone was kind of this loose organization. I think it was Monday nights at the Cat's Cradle. Every Monday night, a whole group of musicians, including Gray Larson and Malcolm Dalglish, and everybody would just get together and play. And then we got a gig at the Town Crier in upstate New York, and Touchstone was sort of asked to go on the road and that narrowed it down because everybody else had other commitments so it turned out it was Trina Zan and me and because Gray Larson couldn't come along I said well I have played music with Mark Roberts before in Rhode Island so I called him up and he said yes <laughs> so that was the beginning then when we started kind of breaking up Trina and Skip and I played together as a trio for about a year after that. Then we all moved to different parts of the country, so that was pretty much the end. Had a few reunions, but we're all on good terms, so. At some point after you finished up with Touchstone, you headed back to the Northeast. That would have been like 86. My brother had a place here in Bridgewater, Vermont, and I was hanging out with our sound man, Rod Farrell, who's now my husband, 
and he wanted to see snow, and we had a free place to stay, so we came up here in the winter, and that was one of those winters where the snow was piled up so far that when the dog went outside, the dog disappeared. (laughs) So, So that was my first winter in Vermont, and Rod's from Chapel Hill, and we really had kind of intended to go back there, and we still may. We never really thought we'd end up staying in Vermont for this long, but... You've been there more than 25 years now. Yep, that's right. But right away, I went to hear Gerald Trimple. I get to there. He was doing Susanna Martin, a song that I put together, and he was with a couple of people, Graham and Camille Parker, and they were playing away and singing on it. And I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this is amazing. And so it turned out that Graham and Camille had a band called Gypsy Reel, and I ended up hooking up with them right away, and I've been playing with them ever since. You've also done work with the Fiddle Tree Project. Tell us about that. Otis Thomas, who's a dear friend of mine from way back, in fact, when I was in southwest Virginia, he and his wife, Deanie, and he was making instruments back then. They settled in Cape Breton. Otis cut down a maple tree nearby to his house, thinking that it would make a wonderful bunch of instruments, and he named it the fiddle tree. So he ended up with a family of instruments that includes two violins, a viola, a cello, a full-sized harp, a guitar, and a mandolin. And he called that the fiddle tree ensemble. He was working on this idea, you know, over a couple of decades. A few years ago at the Celtic Colors Festival, he got together a group of musicians that he wanted to play the various instruments. And he made up music and different parts and harmonies for all the different voices of the instruments. And so that was premiered at a Celtic Colors Festival. And then an album was recorded after that. So I missed the first concert, but I was involved in the first album, and that was amazing. But anyway, it's a great group of people. It's Leisha Kelly on harp, Abby Newton on cello from the U.S., Sarah McFadgen from Scotland, Orkney, Mari Campbell from Edinburgh, Joey Sanderson. Well, Otis went out and made another instrument, a boron. He's going to play the boron in this group. And then Otis on violin, and he's the, the head violin. And Paul McDonald, who is another Cape Bretoner, he's playing guitar. So it's quite the motley crew. Those wishing to keep track of what you're up to can do so how? I have my own website, which is just ClaudineLangel.com. Gypsy Real has a website, too, GypsyReal.com. Well, Claudine, we thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you so much, Dave. I really appreciate your interest. My conversation there with Claudine Langell on her solo career, along with her performances with Touchstone, Gypsy Reel, and Fiddle Tree. We'll hear more music from Claudine in just a few moments. Our programming tonight is made possible by support from Nine Irish Brothers, 575 Massachusetts Avenue at the corner of Mass Ave and East Street in Indy. In addition to fine food and drink, they have live music, Irish only, every weekend, including the next Sunday Kitchen Party, which will be on July 12th from 2 to 5 p.m. Mark your calendars now. If you'd like more information, the website is nineirishbrothers.com and the Facebook page is NIB Indy. 
We're also sponsored by the Scotty Grant Irish Music Club. If you'd like more information about our monthly session or the club in general, the website is scottygrant.org, the Facebook page is Scotty Grant Irish Music Club, and the Twitter handle is Scotty Grant IMC. Let's hear again from Claudine Langell, this time with Gypsy Reel, the group she's performed with since the mid-1990s. We'll check out a track from the group's 1997 album, The Long Trail, the teaser, which features Claudine and Camille Parker on vocals. Let's give that a listen right now on The Kitchen Party, Kaylee. Oh, the teaser, sails the seas again, beware, her fiery form. When I was a little girl, my daddy told me stories of Nova Scotia's sailing ships so Speedy schooner racer She sails again in beauty now So time cannot erase her He told me of the whaling ships That hailed from Blandford Bay And of treasures on Oak Island Captain Kidd had stashed away Ships that crashed at Sable Island And the murderous pirate stories Made you want to stay on dry land But the story that still fires up A vivid memory Is of the ghostly was a privateer that sailed in 1813. The British warships trapped her on the 26th of June. Refusing to submit, a renegade set the ship on fire. Her huge explosion lit up Mahone Bay. Then she was gone, but still folks say, see her fire 
shine through in misty weather. You are listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee. That was Gypsy Reel with the teaser featuring Claudine Langell on vocals and guitar, Camille Parker on vocals and mandolin, John Scaife on guitar, Graham Parker on fiddle, and Mark Harding on bass. This song comes from their album, The Long Trail. We're getting near the end of our show for today. I hope you've enjoyed our time together, and I look forward to having you join us again next week. I want to thank our sponsors, Nine Irish Brothers in Indianapolis and the Scotty Grant Irish Music Club. Reach us by email at kitchenpartykaylee, that's all one word, and Kaylee is C-E-I-L-I-D-H, at gmail.com, by Twitter at at KPC underscore radio, or through our Facebook page. You can find podcasts and playlists from all of our shows at iTunes. For our final track this week, let's hear Claudine Langell again with the rest of the Fiddle Tree Project with The Mirror. Until next time, I am your host, Dave Baghdad, and I thank you for listening. We'll see you here again on Friday at 8 p.m. right after the Hawkeye Navi Show. Salon Ogat.
You've been listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee on WITT 91.9 FM, Indianapolis Community Radio. This program was made possible by support from Nine Irish Brothers and the Scotty Grant Irish Music Club, as well as donations from the friends of The Kitchen Party Kaylee. We hope that you'll join us again next Friday at 8 p.m. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is written, produced, and hosted by Dave Baghdad and was recorded at EMAS Studios in Broad Ripple. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is a fortnight production. Thanks for listening.